Bless you, Lord God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for what you're already doing right now. For you've given us life. I thank you for the peace that came right now. We lift our hearts, our minds. We say, speak on this morning, God. Do as you will. For it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. Father, we ask you to do as you will this morning. That we will be transformed, renewed, rejuvenated, empowered and inspired by your spirit. That we never be the same again. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Father, I say speak as I stand in your name. If you don't speak, we have nothing to say. If you don't move, we have nothing to do. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And if you love him, can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, if you can go to Luke 23, 33 through 38, we're going to read. That's Luke 23. Luke 23, we're going to read verse 33 through 38. I don't know the title of this, but I will subtitle this. Whatever it takes, don't come down. Don't come down. Look at your neighbor real quick. Say, neighbor. Thank you for coming this morning. Thank you for coming this morning. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Don't come down. Don't come down. Can you grab another neighbor just for me? Just for me real quick, real quick. Just tell him, neighbor, you look very good today. I need you to understand where you're going. You can't come down. Hallelujah. Luke 23, 33 through 38. Hara bashi daramai. Hara bashi talamandi. Luke 23, 33 through 38. And it reads, and when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. I'm going to say that again. One on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on, but the rulers with them sneered, saying, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine. 
and saying, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. An inscription also was written over him in letters of the Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. You may be seated. This morning, I want to give you something that I believe you're going to need for this next year as we enter in. And I want to talk about the price, the process, and the principle. I want to help you understand what's going to be the price, what's going to be the process, and what's going to be the principle. Because one thing that we have to understand is, in Christianity, when you give your life to Christ, you did not give yourself to live for yourself. You gave yourself to understand what the will of the Father is for you. And when you become united, when you become one with the Father, you have His will, you have His, his uh, understanding, you have His mind. For the Bible says, the thoughts of God is not your thoughts. For my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your, but, and my ways are not your ways. But it becomes His thoughts and becomes His ways when I learn to be in alignment with Him. That's why He said there's a place wherever you say shall be done. How did it come where when now I'm praying for whatever you say, but now it's whatever I say? Because once you learn to come into God, I started off by saying that there's a thing, there's a, a difference between believing in God and believing on God. He said, those who believe on me shall attain this, shall come into this. Those who believe what? On me, not just in me. In him brings you to heaven. But learning to believe on him brings you to overcome. Amen. And we have to understand that when we pick up the cross... When we pick up our cross and understand what it takes to sustain, uh, attain the things of Christ and sustain the things of Christ, we'll understand how to overcome and meet the promises, meet the things that God has declared over our life. Can you say amen? amen. The Bible says that Jesus was going to the cross. One interesting thing about the cross is, one thing I want you all to understand is, for God so loved you that he died for you. Somebody say, I'm loved, and I'm worth the debt. If you're worth the debt, don't you die with the stuff that he put inside of you, what he died for to put in you. Isn't that something? Somebody died for me. Or died to give himself to me. And what we have to understand is, we live in the world where we have to, uh, there's conditions, there are altars, there are principles, there are facets, there are functions. That's why the Bible told you to not be conformed to this world, but be ye what? By the what? Renewing of your mind so that you will know what is pleasing, what is good, what is acceptable, uh, will of the Father. Which means I can't know what's good, pleasing, or acceptable to God until my mind is what? Transformed. And if I don't understand how to keep a transformed mind, the Bible says anything done in the flesh is of sin. It, I, I cannot please God in my flesh. Say that with me. I cannot please God in my flesh. flesh. That don't mean I need to condemn myself. It should tell me that I just need more of Him. 
Anything that I'm dealing with that the, that the Bible doesn't declare that I have to deal with, I have to understand what's going on in my and on going on in my mind. The danger of believers today, let me tell you something. It is not that we go through. It is not that we, we, we have and, and go through cycles and ups and downs. It is not that we have uh, uh, problems and issues. It is not that we have uh, uh, sometimes be anxious. It's not that we sometimes be depressed. It is not sometimes that we have this and that, 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 that. It is not that. It is where we allow ourselves to excuse ourselves to stay there. I don't have a problem. God doesn't have a problem with you going through. God doesn't have a problem with your weakness. In fact, it's your weakness that brings you to understand his strength. Ah. It is not your strength to bring you to understand this strength. It's your weakness that helps you to understand that God is stronger. He's a God. But when you stay in weakness and justify weakness and justify your sickness, justify your mind, justify that it's yours, justify that I can keep it, justify that I can just die with it. Now we have a problem because now you don't leave room for God to do anything for your life. Amen. If God is just here for you to go to heaven, yes. you're going to have a hard life. Yes. That's why the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Why are people's hearts getting sick? Because the only God that they know of is the one that they can bring them to heaven. So every day they're fighting a battle to stay in heaven, not knowing that it's, it's God's righteousness that brings you there, not yours. So you have to understand that there is something that God has ordained for you to live out on earth, to come into the manifestation of, which means if I don't learn how to come into the knowledge of God through the sequence of my life, I'm misinterpreting sequences of my life. I'm moving. I'm not meeting the requirements of the time. Somebody said there's time. There's seasons. There's time. Let me tell you something. The church right now, why we're split in so many ways. You know, they say we split. Some believe in this. Some believe in that. They believe this. They believe that. All these different doctrines. All these political things. You know why we split like that? Because everybody's out of time. People know more about their religious structures than they know spiritual structures. People listen to more religious structures than they know what? Spiritual structures. You know more about your pastors and your uh, doctrine and, 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 and where you come from in that doctrine rather than you know Jesus. And so what you have to understand, we don't fight against what? Flesh and blood, but we fight against what? Principalities and high places. There are realms of principalities. There are realms that you even have to walk through to understand how to overcome to get to God. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. I am the what? Way. Which means there is a way to him. Many of you are on the path of the way. And you got to understand, the way is taking you to high places. But the high places, you're traveling through principalities. He was set above all rule, all powers, all principalities. Which means if you're going to where he is, you're going the way that he went. Ah, y'all better hear me this morning. 
So we think, let me tell you something. A changed life is not as easier said than done. <laughs> That's why we love to say how we can get it. But we have to understand how God did it. Because without the mind of Christ and understanding the knowledge of Him, you will never grow beyond your knowledge of God. Let me tell you something. You even pray towards your knowledge of Him. You only can pray towards God based on the knowledge that you have of Him. That's why it's the knowledge of God that gives you understanding. You shall know the truth and it will make you free. You're not, watch this, you can't just get the truth. You've got to know the truth. But many of us, if you're not seeking for the truth, and I'm not talking about just passive truth, I'm talking about sequential truth. When I look at something that's not going right in my house, something not going right in my life, something not going right with what with, with God has declared to my life, I have to, I'm looking for the truth about that. When many of us are still resting, saying, oh, well, God is going to make a way. God, is gonna, God has been waiting to make a way for the last five years. When are you going to learn to say, hey, God... Um, let me seek this out to find the truth. Because what you don't seek for, you will never find. I'm giving you something. Christians don't have critical thinking. And the problem with that is you're passive. And if you learn and you stay passive in Christianity, you will never go beyond what God has called you to become. You cannot, today's society, you cannot be a passive Christian. Somebody say Passivity. Because passive Christians still living in a place of carnality. Those are the ones he said, you, you should be on meat right now, but you're still on milk. You think you're wise, but you're not really wise. You still quarrel and fight because of what you don't have, not realizing you don't have because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. He's saying you, you, you think you're this, and it's, it's not a downfall. What he's saying is, if you understood me, you'll want me more to understand where you need to go. Somebody say, don't come down. So I want you to understand, Isaiah 55 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Which means there are thoughts of God that are not yours in you. And there are ways of God that are not yours, but are in Him. Which means if you don't learn the ways of God, you will always only know your way. Many of us have failed. Over and over because we're still going our way. When I listen to people talk about their way, I'm wondering all the time, did you consult God about that way? But it's good to you because you see an opportunity. Not knowing that the devil creates opportunities for you as long as you don't go his way. Ah, Jesus, if you come my way, I'll give you all of these kingdoms. What I need is your submission to my way. What we don't understand, there are ways that the enemy creates for you. You want that? Cool. We get all of it. But there's a condition. You can't pray like you want to pray. You can't be committed. You can go to church. But you can't be serious with God like, I want you, like he wants you to. Somebody say conditions. conditions. Most of us are passive because we've taken another way. 
So we thought because we come to church and we do these things, we took the way of God. But God is saying, listen to me, I need to search your heart because I'm trying to bring you into a deeper place in me. Where you stop taking your way and you learn to live and be comfortable and be entrusted in my way. Somebody say his way is the way. Actually, it's his way of the highway, but we don't preach that. We preach his way. <laughs> hey, the highway. <laughs> Let me come out of there. Jesus. I don't know. So you have to understand to be calmly minded is death. Thank you. And to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is what? Enmity is what? Enmity against God. For as high as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Which God is saying, you've got to understand that this year you have to learn my ways. You've got to learn my thoughts. You have to. Because if you continue in the patterns and the thoughts of the carnal state, which means you're still on the threshing floor, you're still on the bottom pit, you're still in the first heaven. You haven't pushed through in the mind of Christ, to the mind of Christ. Somebody say push through. Which means most of us have believed God, but we never learned to push through to get more of Him. So really we're not qualified to go overcome anything because the Bible told the, the disciples, make sure you go to Jerusalem and wait on the what? Promise to be endured with the power, which means until I learn how to be endured, I'm not ready to go in. That's why most of us can do our job without being endured with anything. We don't need anything. Why? Because we do it with our own corn, no mind. I don't need God to do what I want, do what I want to do. So what, is, what, what gives me the drive to go pray? When I'm going to get my check anyway. Can we be honest? Yeah. What give me the drive to pray? When I'm all taken care of. Whether I pray or not. I'm going to see that, that, that signed check right there. Whether I pray or not. They got food in the refrigerator. Whether I pray or not. The car is rolling. So the comfortability. And the passivity. Of the Christian life because of what we have. Has caused us to condition ourselves to compromise what he has. I don't care if I live in a mansion. If I can't get to the mind of Christ, I'm miserable. Because if, if I'm my comfort, is in what I have, I'm already teaching myself that it's not of God that I'm after, it's my, His hand that I'm after. And the problem with our overcoming is, is what we still hold on to. Somebody say the price. So there is a price that Jesus paid to give us, to get, to a, get us Himself. And, and I want you to understand, the blood covers you from God, not the, the devil. Uh, so you pleading the blood thinking that's going to keep your prayer life, keep the devils off of you, is not enough. Because the devil ain't scared because you pled the blood. The blood is already pleaded on the mercy seat. I plead the blood. What did I... You can ask for protection. I'm not saying that. But what you think that's your protection mechanism. Because long as I say this, 
long as I say that, that keeps me in protection of God. You're already misinterpreting who you are in him. What God is trying to get Christians to understand is stop the meta-narrative. Stop the, 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 the words, the stuff that we do that's, that, that's in blatant opposition with the reality of overcoming anything. Let me tell you something. In fact, you will never try. The devil cannot. God will never put you in a place where there's more devil than what you can handle. That's why we got to be careful of these doctrines of devils. That we talk about in the fear and the attack and all that stuff. There's a place where we're really not fighting the devil. We're really fighting ourselves. We like to blame the devil because we don't want to say I'm fighting myself. But I'm really fighting my own mind. I'm really fighting my own desires. Because if it was, listen, if I didn't desire it, I don't, the devil can't mess with me. It takes you to want something for him to even mess with you. That's why he couldn't find nothing on Jesus. Yes. I don't know what to do with him. How about God? The devil has nothing to do with you because you ain't got, he ain't got nothing on you. The problem with us, he still got things on you. So what, what do he know about you? That he says, oh, there, there, do again. Let me sit in that seat. Because nobody's sitting there. I don't know about you. Nobody going to sit in my seat without me telling them, ah, get up. That, that's mine. Amen. The problem is the enemy is sitting in seats. You're like, anybody occupying it? They doing rows. And, and we're looking and saying, can you please get up? When it's your seat to take. Somebody says it's my seat to take. You better sit in your seat in your house. You better sit in your seat in your career. You better sit in your seat in your job. You better sit in your seat in your mind. Because the seat that you don't sit in, he's going to sit down and say, hey. And you're asking him to get up. Somebody say it's my time. So the mind of God is trying to, God is trying to help us to understand that. When you understand my mind, when you understand my thoughts, when you understand me. There is nothing that's too hard for me, so there will never be nothing too hard for you. That's why he told you, be a good cheer, for I have overcome the world. What do you mean, be a good cheer? Because he wants you to understand what you think is a problem is actually an opportunity for you to grow. What you call issues is my opportunity to come empower you. For How many of y'all think that? See, we come to God thinking that he got a problem. God is saying, I don't have a problem. I've already overcome. What I'm trying to get you to understand as a son and a daughter and an heir is that because I've overcome, you can also. So our, our question should always be, God, thank you for always being able. But the problem with us is, are we willing? Somebody say, am I willing? So Jesus is on his way to be crucified for you and me. And he's helping the disciples to understand. As I go down this road, it's not even that I want to desire to. Do y'all understand Jesus didn't want to do it that way? In Gethsemane, yeah. he's sweating blood. Do y'all understand the mental fight to sweat blood? This is a man. Y'all didn't think he was a man. This is a man battling like you battle. God, take this cup away from me. Why? Because you called me as a Christian, but I didn't know it was going to be like this. 
I know you called me to do greater works in you. But every time I pray, it comes like this. Every time I say something right, they tell me I'm wrong. Every time I'm trying to do the right thing, it feels like I'm in the wrong. Why? Take it, come take it from me. I was better chilling with everybody else. Being mixed in the party. Hey, yeah, uh-huh. and, and, and compromising my condition and my conviction in my heart. Take this cup from me. I, I know you see more than what I see, God, but... Uh, huh. That's real right there. That's good. That's why God doesn't tell you how you're going to get there. <laughs> he said, if I told you, you would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> if, I, if you knew what it was going to take to get... To develop your life, to develop your crazy solical architecture. Come on, I, I got crazy solical architecture too. If, he, if I would have known, God, that it was going to take this, I ain't going to lie. Like, ah, just give me that easy seat over there. Just, just sit me down. Just, Jesus. So what you have to understand is there will always be problems. There will always be situations. And there will always be failures. But if you live on the failures, you'll never understand how to succeed. If you live on the weakness, you'll never know there is strength. If you live on the craziness and the brokenness and the situations and the circumstances, you'll live from that world frame rather than run into his frame. It is not that God saved you because you were great. He came because you wasn't so great. He came because... know who I'm talking to. You must be too healed. He's looking for the sick. I'm sick in my mind. I'm sick in my heart. He needs the sick. But we look at our sick and say, I'm a failure. He said, good. That gives you license to come. It wasn't supposed to give you license to run. You know what's so interesting about Adam and Eve? Well, we don't understand. They lived in another realm. Somebody said another realm. Another realm. You know how you know they lived in another realm? Because the Bible says the day that they ate, they came to the ground, which means they wasn't even on the ground. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ah. Come on, which means there's a place. Their eyes wasn't even open yet until they ate, which means there's a place in God you don't even have to open a single eye. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. That's why he told you to walk by. Do you know faith don't need these? Come on. Not by sight. Why? Because sight is the trickery to get to the solical architecture so the flesh can follow. So the world is full of sight. It's full of uh, uh, things that say, ah, that's look tasteful, 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 tasteful. That look right, that look like something I want, that, 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 that. And the problem with sight is it causes you to compromise his mind of the, of the spirit. That also gives you sight. Because if you don't understand God's sight, you will always be compromised in the world's sight. That's why some of y'all speak the language of the world like, uh, I'm going to do it just like them. Just like them? Do you understand what's behind that door? Do y'all know to every high thing there's something behind the door? 
How do you think you're just going to pray and, and uh, reach it? I'm trying to get us out of blatant uh, uh, um, um, language that has nothing to do with understanding how to overcome in spiritual areas. That's why the Bible says, do not be ignorant of his what? Devices. What devices? Spiritual areas. Spiritual high things, high places. You need to understand spiritual devices. That's why uh, 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 for the New Year service, we talked about high levels of what? Distractions and lower levels of distractions. What were the lower levels? Things that you already know that, that get you off. What are high levels? High levels need divine interpretation. Which means without understanding how to put on the mind of God, you will never interpreted the high levels of distractions. There are sometimes that things are going on in our minds. Things are cycling and we, we try to move forward. And, and, some, and, and if we're not careful into getting to a place of prayer and fasting and overcoming, you'll never see the enemy behind that thing that's keeping you for, from going forward. Yeah. You know why? Because we're still choosing how we receive God. We tell God, I'm going to play with this and I'll pray to you later. It's too early for me, God, to be praying to you right now. I haven't had this yet. God, I'm just going to fast from social media. So you choose what he accepts. Come on, let, let's talk about this. The world is so, listen to me. We've gotten so carnal in what we think God is accepting. He's like, I, I, you chose that. That was not of God. You're not fasting until you put that plate down. I don't, I don't know where y'all get that. Uh, uh, see, all right. Y'all not ready this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you allowed to keep what you want to keep. But when God say, no, 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 let's go into something real. I know what gets you to where you need to go. But today, grace covers all. So we can have grace when we come and we fly away and go home and nothing, nothing's changing. Nothing's getting developed. Nothing gets healed. Nothing gets getting delivered. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? So God is saying, I want you to understand something. I need you to get to the mind of me. When you get to my mind, you'll start to understand the things that you've been guessing about. You'll start to understand the things that you've been hoping for. You'll start to understand the sequences of life. You'll see behind the doors what things, things that people can't see, you'll start to see. That's why it said we don't speak wisdom. Uh, we speak wisdom to those who are mature, which means the wisdom that's from on high is for those who are mature. When I speak to a, a mature believer, there are certain things I don't have to go around the corner with. I go straight to the source of it. Why? Because we understand a certain language. Listen to me. I'm not Hispanic. You speak Spanish? My man right there speaks Spanish. So he has a language that I don't have. Christians are supposed to speak a certain language. Mature Christians are supposed to speak a certain language. Which means we're supposed to speak a language that we don't have to go around the mountain to, to compromise well, what you think. It's not about what I think. The way you know you're staying spiritual, are you even mature, is how, how quick are you running to the word in your conversation? Or are you still compromising what you think? You know, it's so interesting. Everybody, you, you go into spiritual conversation and people still do But I think. Uh, you what? Do you know, as Christians, we don't think. 
know I'm talking to you. I don't have to quote scripture. I'm giving you scripture. Amen. <sighs> See, the problem with you is you think you're going to get a life change because you got to give them scripture. But when you become the scripture, you don't have to. Ah. Jesus said, greater works you will do than I did, which means the Father said, listen, Jesus said, greater things that you're going to do. Which means greater things that you have to see before you're going to do. This year, what are you seeing? Somebody said, what am I seeing? You can only become what you see. But if you only see in the flesh, from a corner place, you live by what you see in the flesh. If you don't learn how to see in the spirit, watch this. You can never overcome or be the dominance over anything. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I, during the New Year service, I told you, you have to become to meet the person that the place is looking for. The spirit realm is always moving. Which means the you that you're supposed to became is meeting the opportunity, but, but because the you that you still is has missed what you were supposed to be for the, them to see. Ah. Which means I was supposed to manifest in this person that the world, the worlds were framed by faith. Which means whatever the frame had come in time, it's on time. Which means the world is being framed on time. But if I'm not on time, in time, I miss the frame. That's why the world steals your ideas that God gave you. But they twist the ideas. Oh, it's still wisdom, but it's twisted wisdom. Somebody say twisted wisdom. That's why you got to be careful because there's a lot of wisdom, but it's not God's wisdom. The Bible says that the devil twisted God's wisdom, which means he had knowledge of God. The devil knows who God is. He goes in front of God and says, God. Oh, the devil went in the prison of God? We ain't got time for that. So what I, what I want you to understand is that there are things that we can't be entangled with of the world. That you have to stand strong and know that he's God in all things. You got to learn to stand strong and know that he's God in all things. I'm just going to read actually uh, 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 Galatians 5, 7. You ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little what? Leaven. Leavens the whole lump. Which means it only takes a little bit. Let me tell y'all something. How many, can y'all be honest? How many of y'all desire greater? Greater things? Greater spaces, greater houses, greater cars. Come on, I don't know, I don't know about y'all. I'm tired of going through the lines in the airport. <laughs> and see, Pastor, I'll be looking at the first class like I'm a child of God. I'm coming. I'm a little girl. I ain't walking through here looking like no, no, uh uh. I'm a child of God. I'm coming. You can look like you want I'm coming. See, that's, that, my boast is not in me. It's because of who my father is, because of what he said I am, I'll be there too. I walk through there. Uh, I'm tired of sitting in the back. First class, come to the line. Oh, man. So what you have to understand is God want to play his card, too. But if you never manifest what he called you to become, 
You believing in him, but you never learn to believe on him. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So he said, who hindered you from obeying the truth? What is the truth? You, you started in the spirit. That's not what this scripture is talking about, but I'm, I'm giving you something else. You started in the spirit. Who told you you can go in the flesh and start doing this thing? Who has bewitched you, another scripture says. Who's bewitched you to think? Starting in the spirit, now you're going to be perfected by the flesh? What am I saying? Before you start anything, if you don't learn, I don't know why I feel like talking about this. If you don't learn to spend more time with God, you will never know you. We have 24 hours in a day. How many hours is that in a year? Hold on. All right. My math experts, you don't have your calculators. I'll leave you up there. 8,700 and whatever else she said. 60. So you got 8,000 hours. How much of that have you given to God? See, what you're doing, you're looking at your life and saying, why is not coming to the manifestation that he said? But when you look at the life that's in him and what you give him, it don't add up. Somebody said, don't add up. It's not adding up because of what you're adding. What, what you're adding in. You think it's optional to start your day with him. Why? Because you don't need the mind of him. Because it's still what you want to do. Are y'all all right with this? I don't know about y'all. I can't. This year I can't compromise. I just got to put it out there. Because until you understand that until you learn to spend more in Christ. Do y'all, ah, can somebody find the scripture where he told them to pray for at least an hour? Go, go there. Find that scripture for me. Until you understand that God is looking for you to put your mind, put your trust, put your, uh, your resources in him. You're not ready to take the step forward into the things of him. God is not required to meet any resources under conditions of the flesh. God is not required to meet any resources under the conditions of carnality. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Somebody read that for me. Read verse... Uh, Start with uh, when he when he says uh, uh, um, uh, you you can't even pray. Go ahead. Matthew twenty six. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right there. Watch and pray, least you what? 
You could not pray with me for at least an hour. I'm about to help everybody out real quick. You could not pray with me at least what? One hour. Now, let me tell y'all something. Y'all give your date the whole 24 hours to everything else. See, religious people will rebuke me for this because they say, look, you're teaching, you're teaching words. But you know what's so interesting? You can say I'm teaching words when I'm talking about spending time with God, but when you're spending time with your life, you, we ain't got a problem. Come on. That's why people are always talking about, you, it don't take that much, they don't do that much. I, see, I, you know, I know real spiritual people. They, they know what it takes to get to what I need to get to over that mountain. They know what it takes to get over. So what you have to understand, you say, listen, Watch and pray. You couldn't even watch and pray with me at least an hour. Watch this. Watch this. Least you enter into temptation, which means you only overcome temptation when you at least pray for an hour. Y'all ready? That's just to overcome temptation. You haven't even got into overflow. Ah, I'm going to leave y'all alone. Y'all ain't ready for that tonight. Let me go on because that, that's too much for y'all today. See, because you think God looking at you. See, what you say, well, it don't make that much. But you can go 10 minutes for your whole life. You know why I'm even getting my house in order in this new year. Because I'm like, I, I cannot not sacrifice to the degree that I'm going. Until I see through these hands, until I see through this body, what he said, I'm not finished. Yeah. Today in America, our planning meetings are greater than our prayer meetings. Yeah. We prepare for our whole five years and nothing in there says more prayer. Yeah. You know why? Because we made the house a den of thieves. When not knowing that the only way you can conquer realms is if you learn how to get on those knees. Because it's the prayer life that secures you in the knowledge of God. Are y'all listening to me? The reason why you forget what God said is because you don't understand that carnality forgets. Ah, I'm teaching you something. Write that down. Carnality forgets. When you're in a carnal state, you will forget stuff. You're forgetful in carnality. Which means the only thing that sticks to you is what's eternal that's coming from you. There are things that are in you that you remember because of what, what God has put inside of you. But what you have to understand is for you to stay in the mind of Christ, when you hit a height, you got to keep that height. Because if you come down a little bit, you start to forget the sequences of what I was. So when you was ready to conquer, you compromise and you try to go back. And not saying you won't go back, but now you could have missed some sequences of them. Somebody says it's not by works, but it's by spirit. Which means it's not saying that God looks at you, see you, keep messing, keep messing, keep messing. That's not what the pastor said. What I'm saying is you have to learn how to stay in this mind. Stay in the love of God so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. The lust of the what? Flesh. The lust of the what? Flesh. The reason why we don't overcome the lust of the flesh because we don't spend enough time with him. So you couldn't even pray for an hour that you can overcome in your the temptation, which means the levels of temptation that we deal with today wow. won't be overcame 
without the time. Many of us keep thinking sin is only what we didn't do that others do. Yeah. Let me not go there. Go there. We think because I'm not a druggie, I'm not a, I'm not a drunk, I'm not a prostitute, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this, I'm not that. But are you obeying the word? See, some of y'all just thought because I said the word, you thought I was saying the Bible. Are you obeying the word? He is the word. Which means the word of God is the word from... There's a word that was from God and there is the word of God. The word of God is a progressive word that gets you from step to step. Let me ask you something. And I said this before. Let me ask you something. Didn't God say work? If you don't work, you don't eat? Let me ask you something. Did he tell you what way to go work? Oh, so you can't live by bread alone. You can't live by the letter. If you don't have a word of God, you will always be limited in your development. The Bible says if I don't work, I don't eat. Okay, but... Ah! Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because what God is trying to make you is a work. When you're not looking for work anymore, you become the work. You become the fruit that people have to run to to say, hey, 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 I need what you I, I don't care if you're behind a tree. I'm going to find you. Why? Because what you have, we need. But Christians still think because they do it that way, they monetize that way, I got to do it that way. They put out 10,000 flyers, so I got to go put out this. No, 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 no. You just need. Somebody said, just take the one. Which means you can stop spending more time trying to do something rather than being something. We spend more time trying to go do something. And the reason why we're not manifesting what we're supposed to manifest in time is because we're not becoming the very thing that we need to meet to do. If you become more than what you're doing, the do come by default of the being. I hope somebody's hearing me this morning. I'm trying to tell you something. The being becomes more than the doing. Why? Because when you be the manifestation that's around you everybody need. But because you was limited in your being when you met the do, only one saw you. And this one wasn't for you. Ah, let me come out of that. Who hindered you from obeying the what? Truth. Somebody say I'm going forward. Come on, say I'm going forward. It is time for you to move forward. Amen. I don't care your age or stage. It's time for you to move forward. forward. Oh, I'm out of time already. Jesus. <laughs> Brother, I thought I just started. All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Bible says, if you're going to live for me, you must come after me. He said, Luke 9, 23. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him what? Deny himself and take up his cross daily. When? Daily. Oh, no, next, sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'm not putting it up today, God. <laughs> I'm on vacation today, God. I'm not picking it. You know what's so interesting to me? On vacation, you should get more, God, because you got, you got time. You know one of the hardest things I heard when, when I uh, get out of the day, I was a pastor, I'm on vacation. I'm like, you want to go pray together? 
I'm on vacation. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, this one I get more of God, not less. Oh, so when you're on vacation, that means you take a rest. Oh, because you oh, because you still believe in him, not on ah, I didn't know that you still was believing in him, not on him. Oh, so your day only goes with you just taking a you thought because you're taking a break from ministry because it's just a work to you. You haven't become it. Ah, I'm going to leave y'all alone. This is why you got to understand. The more you become like him, the more you become upon him, you become him. The worlds were framed by faith. The frame is looking for the sons of God to manifest, to wake up, which means everything in this world is waiting for you to wake up. The problems in the world is not because of problems. You need to turn to the church. Because it's at the church where we're not being perfected. Because we don't have the prophets. We don't have the pastors. We don't have the teachers. We, nobody's in place. Everybody's running around manifesting, masquerading what we want to masquerade. There is no order. There is no time order. There is no submission. There is everybody do what they want to do. And nobody knows spiritual things because we're not high enough in spirituality. So we got to compromise. We got to teach you how to be inspired and teach you how to be. So I, you got to go beyond all these things to teach them how to be this and be that because they don't understand spiritual things. So I got to tickle your ear to get you to submit. You know what men of God, many men of God are falling out today because they're trying to do a job that they weren't called to do. Yeah. Or they're having to do something to keep a people that what they weren't supposed to do. Moses well, said, not wise for me to come down this mountain. Let me promote people to do that work. I need to stay on the mountain. How many of people are allowing their, their men of God to stay on the mountain? Let me leave y'all alone. See, we want manifestation, greater things. But no, no man of God have time to stay on the mountain. He got to come down. Yeah. Ah, I wish I... Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Uh-uh, see, what we keep thinking is uh, this control, what they making, they, 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 what you don't understand, the greatest work you'll ever do is mental work. Ah, the easiest job you can do is with these hands. I don't got to think. But dealing with souls, which we're all called to, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Who is supposed to be perfected? The saints. For the what? Work of the Till we all come to the unity. But men of God can't be on the unity because they got to go work a job. They got to work a people. They got to tip of the ear. I'm not, listen, what I'm showing you is the church today. Why? Because we've been compromised. Because we think in world frames with spiritual things rather than spiritual things in spiritual realms. That's why it's very important for this body to come together, unify in a place where you, let me tell you, where you're not so, uh, uh, it's me. Let me tell you something. There's a pride of isolation and pride of self that will keep you out of unifying together. Because I'm going through, I don't know. Let me tell you something. If you're going through, put it on group me. Put it, call somebody. Say, I'm going through. You're my brother. You're my sister. Pray for me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Where is the real church? Amen. I thought we were 
supposed to be the church, brothers and sisters, a gang. If I join a gang, then listen to me. If I'm going through, they're going to come pick me up, come feed me, come clothe me. But you want the church, you go through, they look at you like, you all right? <laughs> Keep that away from my house, yeah? What'd you say? They judge you more than they judge themselves. My man right here say he got kicked out because of the way he was dressed. They told him you weren't dressed enough. You got the tattoos and you don't belong here. I don't belong here. So God is doing, watch this, unordinary things in today's society. But the problem with believers, watch this, they're even going into... To, what believers don't realize, they're more focused on what they think is wrong when the Holy Spirit is moving it in the right. Why? Because it's shaking in a format that they've never seen before. Tell somebody to watch your mouth. One of the greatest hindrances also is because of where you put your mouth on. The Bible says this, if you speak against the Holy Spirit, if you speak against the who? What do you call that? You call it blasphemy. Now, many believers don't even... Can I teach y'all something? Are y'all all right with this? I really believe I need to teach this because what many believers don't even understand what blasphemy really is. We think it's devils that's talking about, uh, I speak... No, 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 no. The most blasphemous people are Christians, believers. You ready? Anytime you talk against something that God is moving in, you're going to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Because what you don't understand, you got to watch your mouth. There are more people who are talking and engaging in these realms. And like, oh yeah, this is what it is, this is what it is. You better be careful, watch your mouth. You don't know what's really going on. Because you, you only operate from this realm. You only have a Christian name, but you don't understand spiritual things. So blaspheme means when I say something against what the Holy Spirit is working in. And I'm around when you know that, 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 and when you know that ain't that. Well, you ain't, I don't, I, I don't even know if they saved or not. Why are you even worried about that? Why don't you know if you saved or not? How about you start checking if you saved or not? Who made you the judge? Uh-oh. What's really going on with believers is, I've been saved this long. How are you going to come up and try to save all these souls? We're jealous because of what they can do quickly when we've been compromised in forever. Somebody say, focus on you. Come on, say, focus on you. Some of us need to repent of what we put our mouth on. I learned that quickly. Just because they are men of God or not men from God don't mean they're not a man of God. Somebody say honor. honor. So you got to learn how to honor even if it don't fit with you. Amen? The Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers in this unseen world. Now, let, let's get to the point here. So Jesus is on the cross and he's saying, listen, I can't come down because if I can't, if I come down, you can't be redeemed. What we don't understand is every time you come down, you're taking down the Redeemer to the next stage of your life. Perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. 
How do I perfect holiness? In the reverence towards the Lord. Which means without holiness, the Bible says no one will see the Lord. Which means righteousness is not the stage that you stop. Righteousness comes from Him. When you're saved, you're made right with God. But to go into the stage of Holiness, he said, you perfect it through the reverence towards God. Which means if I never learn to reverence God, I never come into a place of holiness. When I don't come into a place of holiness, my anointing that's within is limited to the space that I carry. Somebody say, I'm anointed. But the manifestation of your anointing only regulates or manifests to the point that you have space and grace. Which means it is not that you're not anointed, it's that your, your space is limited. Because your grace is limited. How do I perfect holiness? By the fear of the Lord. Which means today, for us to get back to where we're supposed to get to, you have to not come down. Stop being afraid of people and be, have a fear of the Lord. Have a reverence towards the Lord. Fear of the Lord. Let me tell you all something about fear of the Lord. Fearing the Lord is not saying I'm scared of God. What the fear of the Lord is saying, I'm scared without Him. Ah. See, most of y'all are scared of Him and you're not scared without Him. The fear of the Lord is saying, I'm not scared of Him. But I need to learn how to be scared without Him. How are you so comfortable in your flesh because you're not scared without Him? How do you live your day-to-day life? And there's no, it's okay, I just, I just, you know, I told him thank you, I told him I thank, I prayed for my food. <laughs> and somebody asked you a question of the spirit, and you're like, ah, uh, let me try to, <laughs> hold on, let me, let me grab something out of the realm of the spirit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because your day to day is carnal. So you're looking for a miracle out of the spirit that you live out of the carnal. That's why some of you missing what you're already praying for. God has already met what you pray for. That's why he said, why do you keep praying for the same thing? He said, why do you keep praying like the Gentiles do? Boy, I know what you want. If you know what I want, why am I even talking? Ah. If God knows what you need, why are you even talking? Ah, I don't have time to even give you that this morning. The problem with us is we keep thinking it's what we say that gets us what we need. Not realizing it's not what you say. It's the position that you hold. He knows what you need. He say, why do you keep babbling thinking that I'm hearing your babbles? It wasn't that you babbled and said the right things. It was that you never turned your affections towards what you're saying. Because you still have an option that you still haven't allowed me to talk. I'm telling you about your option in you, but you're praying what you want to pray towards me. (laughs) So you want to have a conversation that you want to have. But you don't want to have the conversation that I want to have with you. You don't want to talk about how you talk back to that person. You don't want to talk about how you're unforgiving. You don't want to talk about, but you want to pray to me in the words, in the language that you want to pray. That's why some of you are always telling people, praying for people. I pray that they get better. But what about you? You're not even feeling better right now. You actually, you actually against them in your prayer. You're not praying for them. You're praying against them. You are. You really saying, Lord, fix them. Not knowing that the prayer should have touched you first before you even get to them, because you can't fix them without fixing you. So 
So we on the cross, Jesus on the cross. They said, come down there. Aren't you Jesus, the one that do all the saving? Aren't you the one that talk all that good Christian stuff? Why don't you come down? Our life is full of... The Bible says, let, let me go back here. The Bible says... They mocked him. Soldiers mocked him. Somebody say mocked him. Most of us, the fear of us is being mocked. God told you that. Why did this happen? It's, your fear is really the fear of man. You still want to appease man. You still want to appease those friends from five years ago that God told you to let go of. You still want to appease people. Why? Because you're still trying to sue induce yourself in comfortability. Your identity, your comfortability is still in your identity and the identity of those who go around you, the familiar spirits. Somebody say familiarity. familiarity. Some of y'all still talking to friends because it's familiar. You talk to family members, why? It's because it's what? Because when you don't feel secure in yourself, you go to what's for? So you'll talk for an hour to get your familiar place situated. When you create room, that room has to be filled with something else. Oh, yeah, you hear what I'm saying? So Jesus on the cross, he said, I'm not coming down. What I'm called to, you might not understand, but I can't come down. I know you want to take me out, but I'm on a fast right now. I can't come down. I know. It's time to go, but I need a little more time because I need to spend some time with my father. I'm sorry, I can't come down. Can you keep the kids just a little bit so I can spend some time with my father because I need to stay up and not come down. I don't care what they're saying about me. Jennifer, Lucius, you can argue. I love you, but I can't come down with you. When you're on that cross, the problem with you is you keep unbuckling yourself. You went on it, and as soon as it triggered something that you wasn't so up, you unbuckle yourself off that cross. It says, uh-uh, let me take this. I'm going to show them. Take the things off my leg. Ah, ah, let me tell you about it yourself. So you've been doing that for the last 10 years, and you wonder why there is no growth. Yeah. Of limited growth. Because until you understand, God is looking for faithfulness. Let me tell you the test that you're going to get. Write this down. God gives an honor test. He gives a mental test, spiritual test, and a physical test. Honor, mental, physical, and spiritual test. These are things that God tests you. To see if you're ready for what you're talking about. What test? Honor. Spiritual, mental, and what? Physical. Which means if you don't understand how to overcome and honor, honor what? Honor God first. Some of you haven't had a father. You got to learn God is the father, not a figure. Let's say that again. 
Some of you, you follow God because he's a good figure, because you, you worship because you're scared of him, but you don't have the fear of him, the fear of the, the reverence towards him because you don't see him as a father, you see him as a figure still. That's why when you do things wrong, you still don't come to him like a father. You come to say, God Almighty, don't. It's kind of like, ah. So instead of feeling that, I might as well just stay out. Not knowing that if you burn your hand, you just come to the Father and say, uh, you told me not to touch it, but uh, can you kiss it? Somebody say Father rather than figure. You got the honor test, you got the spiritual test, which means God is testing your spiritual understanding. He's testing, can you stay in the mind of Him? Can you stay spiritual? How long do you stay spiritual? Are you only spiritual on Sundays and the whole week we, we call you, you're talking about the, the MTV Awards and... Uh, 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 Jenny Craig, I don't even know that show. I don't think that show. Come on, you you got your own language. You, you, you got you got your own thing. Your whole week is talking about what you like. Then you come to church and talk about how he gonna make a way for you. The spiritual test. Then the mental test. Somebody say mental test. The mental test is God is looking at: Are you able to handle what you call warfare? You hear what I just said? What you call warfare? <laughs> warfare, let me tell you something. You don't war against what you know. Ah, I'm helping somebody right quick. You ready? And you will know the truth. And you will not warfare with truth. And you will know the truth and the truth shall set you. So where is warfare in there? Which means the war that I feel that I have a fear in is where I don't understand the truth. Which means, that's why he said, do not be ignorant of his what? Devices, which means when something is not overcame in my life, there is a device that I can't see. Ah! There is something that's beyond my carnal stage that I can't see, that I need to go deeper in him to see. I don't know about y'all in this year, but there's something that I feel is like a cloud. I say, I got to go deeper. I'm like, ooh, God is pushing me somewhere. But see, if you're not dead, you start to live in fear of the cloud that's under. Rather than knowing the device that the enemy is using to keep you under. Many of you battle more devices than you understand because you love to stay in a corner mind. And what you don't understand is nobody can keep taking that off of you. You got to learn how to grow up. And ah, you got to learn how to grow up and tell the devil what he's not in your life. Many of you, you listen to me, you're against generational devices. You don't even know it. You don't even know you still do what uh, ancient mama did. I don't know where that comes from, but I'll, leave, I'll use it. Hallelujah. It's not saying that there are things they could have done spiritual that you follow. But there are things that are unspiritual that you don't need. To, the traditions of man. God used to rebuke generations because of their traditions that will deplete the power. What are you using that have no power but it's traditional? I hope I'm helping somebody this morning. There are warfares. That your parents didn't cross. That your parents' parents didn't cross. But the, the, the mount is on you. 
And the devil has the cloud saying, all right, it's your turn this year. But every time you wake up, you give God, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for the breakfast that I'm about to eat. Thank you for the eggs that are about to be made in Jesus' name. I declare that I'm not going to go through anything in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, girl, how good, goodness of the Lord. Until somebody press your button. Is that all you think you're going to give God and overcome? He said, you can pray for an hour and not go into temptation, which means it's only the hour that keeps you out of temptation. Beyond the hour is where the overflow comes. Ah, uh, see, so y'all can't say amen today. Y'all like, oh, I'm going to have to work this out, Pastor. <laughs> which means the church has come so unspiritual. Yeah. It's hard to hear spiritual things. Yeah. When you tell a church to pray, our minds go to this, that, that, that. Right now, we're battling. What are we battling for if your God is your life? What has become your life is your stomach. What has become your life is your compromises. What has become your life is what you see. Oh, Jesus. Are y'all hearing me this morning? The problem with us is there is no more sacrifice because say grace covered it. And God is saying, you don't understand what I'm trying to get you to. Grace is to empower you. Grace was not a pass to heaven. Listen. Grace was not there. This is why the church don't even understand what they talk about when grace. I'm help you. When you say grace, saying grace of God, mercy gets you into God to, to get grace. Grace is not for you to say, here's the pass to heaven. It gives you the pass. But it gives you a pass through faith into him. Which means if you never learn how to grow in the grace, that means your soul never learned how to be transformed. I hope y'all getting what I'm saying. God came to save your soul. Your body does what the soul does. So when you're saved, God gives you a strength to learn him. Beyond your own strength, and as you're learning him, you're overcoming the things that you used to think was right to know the things that he has for you is right. But as you're doing that, your soul is learning how to be conditioned into allowing the spirit to lead. Are y'all getting me? So when you're allowing God to do that, you're growing in the grace, you're growing in the light, you're growing in influence of who he is. So as you're growing influence and grace, you, he gives you more space for that light to be shown. But if I never grow in the grace, I never live beyond my own strength. So I had religious language, but I denied the power. Ah, I'm giving you scripture, you're missing it. I use Christian language, but I set aside the grace because I never used the grace to empower me to go beyond what I know. So how can you tell me you are in grace? When you never use the empowerment that gets you from where you're supposed to be into who he's supposed to be. Which means we don't understand grace. Grace gives you the empowerment that you can't handle what you think. And ending in yourself where you are, you can't handle it. I don't know about y'all, I can't handle this. With a corner of mind, all this will go down quickly. But because of his strength, not mine. I'm able to sustain and maintain 
in grace. And let me tell you something. Every time you hit a new grace, it's, it'd be hard, it, it's hard the first time. But you have to start learning how to overcome and manage everything in God. How God is going to give you a million and you can't even manage the thousands? No, I'm so serious. You know, we love to talk spiritual things, but I want you to understand. The spiritual is trying to bring you into the natural realm. But we love to talk about the blessing, but nobody knows how to manage it. Everybody loves the message. Hey, then they give me that million. Hey, I'm going in the blessing. And I'll sit up here. Jesus, he's going to bring you in. He's going to bring you out. Hey, hey, come on in and take your thousand. But if I never told you that no matter how much you sow, if you never learn how to stay on the cross, yeah. ah, if you never learn how to take on and put on the grace of God on your day, you will never reach what you're trying to declare. Because God never gives you too much. God looks at you through those tests to see if you can handle what you're talking. But because you want it, what he does is he gives you the strength towards it. Y'all listen to me. When you desire something, God don't stop you from getting it. He teaches you the grace to attain it. That's why grace is the greatest thing you'll ever get. Not faith. Listen, favor is produced through grace. Now, you can have favor with man, but you don't have grace. Or you can have grace and favor. Some people have favor with men. They're rich, they got this, but they don't have grace. And the danger of that is losing, gaining the world and losing your So you want grace with truth. Hallelujah. And when you grab grace, God is saying, you pray for greater. I'm giving it to you. Promotion. Which means your problem actually is the promotion. <laughs> y'all ain't nobody say amen. Y'all, uh, hallelujah. They, Pastor, you take this cup from me. <laughs> your problem is really your promotion. You've been looking at ah, you've been looking at problems and asking God to come make a way. He said, I made it. The, made, the way that I'm making is giving you the grace. To put on me for your day and overcome. Somebody say his grace is sufficient. Don't come down. Which means, watch this. You were holding up until you came down. How many saw yourself one time you was, you was growing in spiritual things? And you're like, oh, I'm holding up. That water, I'm walking on that water. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, I got the water walk thing. Until something came. And you're like, oh, Jesus, come help me. I'm about to, I'm about to let this thing go. And then you let go. Watch this. The language on the water is different from the language under the water. <sighs> when you was on the water, there was a confidence in you that as if nobody can stop you. There was a confidence in you that was saying, they don't know my God. There was a confidence in you that said, you don't even know who I am who walked in here. I didn't walk in with me. I walked in with a government. There was a confidence in you that said, if God be before me, who can be against me? But when you went under, now it's too hard. Now, God, Take this from me. Preach. Preach. I don't know if I can make it. Mm. 
God, I love what they talk about, but it's too much. God is trying to break you out of you. Amen. It's good. Amen. What it does is say, I can't handle this. You know this point is good? Why it's good? Because it's showing me that I really did trust in what I can do in my ability. But I also, I could be dealing with some altar that I don't know that's causing me this thing. But let me tell you something. A devil can't hold a dead man. The problem with you is you're still too alive. I hope somebody hear me. When you get there, all you do is go down. Say, God, I'm just going to die. Not die physically. Don't you get no line. I ain't talking about suicide. I'm talking about you giving your life. The problem with you is you don't know the devil knows where you keep it. There are times I have to take myself back and say, if I leave now, what is this little thing going to do? I'm going to be, watch this. I don't want to just be remembered. I, I don't want to just be thought of. I want to be remembered. Why would I die and all that all I've brought to the world? Oh, he was a good man. All, all they're gonna say to him, they were so nice. So, I never produced anything that would transform systems. I never produce anything that would leave my family secure spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. I never produce anything because he, the devil had me off the cross. Because when you're off the cross, you're carrying your own stuff. Thank you. You can put it on something I'm doing. God told me to tell you this year, for you to sustain and attain what he called you, you can't come down. You can't come down. With God, all things are what? To those who believe. If all things are possible, let me ask you something. Why haven't we seen the impossible? It tells you something about the strength of the flesh. The desire of the flesh is so strong, it'll tell, it, watch this, it'll compromise you out of staying on that cross. You know what's so interesting and I had to get back to? God said, listen, don't tell me you're going to do something and don't do it. As if you come to, hey, when you compromise, well, I'm going to pray this, 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 and then you don't do it. God said, hold on, I thought you said, you thought he didn't say that because you're just like, well, that was just me. The Bible says if you're going to say something, either let it be yes or no. But when you're in the middle, you want a word from me, but you can't even keep your own word. And let me tell you something. This is not a beatdown. It's harder today. Because the manifestation of the desire that has corrupted us into believing that this stuff is what makes us. 
causing us to fight. But I'm going to tell you something. Your greatest level of overcoming is your greatest level of death. If you are eternal in Christ, don't be afraid of death. Death to self. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He said you die to this life. And your real life is hidden in where? Which means you're not anxious. When I realize whether I have that or not. I got my children. I got, I'm, I'm blessed. Somebody say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You know what the enemy is good at? Helping you understand, helping you look at as if you're not blessed. Yeah. Watch this, watch this. Let me tell you a secret. He knows if he can make you not feel like you're blessed where you are, you can't go further. Yeah. This is why you only enter further in thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So he can keep you out of thankfulness. You'll never grow in God. Why? Because you, you can't go deeper where you're not thankful where you are. Right. I'm dead. God, the kids are right. We have a bunch of them, so get used to it. God is calling you. Stand to your feet if you can. God is calling you to a higher level, deeper depths. Where you want higher, it's going to go, you have to go deeper. Where you want to go higher, you got to go what? Deeper. After you've suffered a while. After about what? Suffered a, suffered a while. What I'm going to do for you is perfect you. What is, let me ask you something. What's suffering? What's suffering is your desires that's in the world. Thank you, sir.